hosting over 10,000 collegiate and pre-collegiate students in engineering that are working on degrees in all types of engineering and in the sciences. They're down at Bartle Hall in Kansas City right now. And I've, uh, the Black Family Technology Awareness Association and KUAW Radio had the pleasure of being down there. We worked with their VEX Robotics competition and their Legos competition. And while we were down there, we happened to meet some friends that, you know, you meet people over the internet, you, you talk to them, or you've got podcasts, or you Facebook and all that, but we don't always get a chance to really meet people. The internet is great for meeting people from all over the world, but then we don't always get the opportunity to meet them face to face. So I happened to look on the uh, information that was there, and I saw that Technology Expresso was in Kansas City, and I thought, well, wait a minute, I talked with those guys. Mm -hmm. So, I want to introduce to you, my, or I'll let my guests introduce themselves to you today on the special broadcast from KUAW Radio for, in honor of Nesby 43. So, if there's any Nesby people out there listening, and we may tweet in a second to let them know we're on the air because they can't pick up this station downtown Kansas City, uh, to let them know that this uh, show is getting ready to start right now on KUAW LPFN, Kansas City, Missouri. So, uh, would you introduce yourselves? All righty. Thank you so much for having us. So exciting. This is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman. Hi, Dave Blackman here. All right. And what is the name of your company? Well, we are Technology Expresso. Uh, we have a website, technologyexpresso.com. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. And we are a internet radio station, and we do podcasts about everything STEM or STEAM related and we are just really excited to be not just here in Kansas City but here with you Mr. Lewis Walker and the uh, Black Family Technology Group here. Oh man, this is, this is just, I'm just going to try to calm down here but I'm really excited to be here on this podcast of yours uh, during this event here, the Nesby 43, which is the 43rd year that they've been doing this, uh, holding these annual conventions all across the country. All right, we're glad to have you. And this young lady that's sitting across from you. Oh, well, absolutely. As David said, uh, Technology Expresso, and, and I, just to say, it started out uh, as a podcast, uh, communicating and, and sharing with people, because one of the things we would come to con these type of conferences and conventions and have these really stimulating conversations, and we thought, if other people could hear this, they would be enlightened and energized. So why not we invite these people that we're meeting to on our podcast so others could eavesdrop and uh, get some of this knowledge and inspiration and so that we could just spread it across the, the globe, literally. Anyone who can log on to the uh, internet, the web, they can uh, connect and be affiliated and be a part of. And we want it to be a dialogue because our show is also dialing as well. And we have uh, dialogues that way as well. All right. And that, that's a good thing because that's, you know, we, we're connecting yep. with people. We're connecting with each other. This technology has a way of allowing us now to connect with this, uh, I mean, the, this, the large amount of people that we can connect. And I mean, internationally, not yep. just nationally. So the reach that we can have with technology and as a people, we've got to use that. So now, I know who you are, but give me a little bit of your background. Uh, uh, what, what, what do you do in your, your pain world? Because <laughs> we all have a love for, 
for podcasting and love for the internet, love for sharing with each other, but that don't always pay the bills. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll allow ladies to go first, Jacqueline. Well, I I actually, um, and when we talk about STEAM, um, that technology uh, lane is where I started out with. Uh, My background is in computer science, so I I have my undergraduate in computer science, and I've had a 30-year career in IT um, doing everything. I, I did a little programming early on, but went on to do things from database uh, analysis and uh, and then eventually project management. And uh, now what I mainly do is business analysis. And that's we're the people on the end that help define the problem and create the blueprint um, that the developers have to develop from. And, and I explain that a little bit because some people, when they think computer science, they think everybody's a coder. And that's part of the exposure, that there's a lot of other careers and opportunities. Um, after doing that 30 years, now I'm kind of on the side where I'm teaching others uh, what I've picked up and learned in craft, uh, how to approach problem solving and building the, the, the right things. Uh, like you said, sometimes you can get in the lab and start building things, but is it the right thing? Is it solving the, the problem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's good. Oh, th- yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and I have to always caveat and say I love what I do. I love um, what I've done over the years. It's, uh, I, I like a lot of different things, and I know a lot of people, um, they need you know different things to stimulate them. And for me, being in IT and computer science, I've gotten to go into a lot of different industries. So I've worked for Southwest Airlines. I've worked for the Center of Disease Control, Hospital Information Systems, Retail, Finance. So, cool. right, right. So if you never want to be bored and you like change and, and uh, lifelong learning, then IT is a great space and um, it has been a very fulfilling career for me. Now that's that's very good. So now, Ms. Jacqueline Sanders, I have to say that speaking to an African American woman, <laughs> that and so there's two things: you're a woman, you're African American. So you've been in this field for 30 years. So as a woman, what have been some of the um, what do I, I don't want to say pitfall. What have you really? What has been your experience? in technology, in IT? Well, one of the things is that, if anything, you know, I won't say that as far as people judging you has been uh, always obvious. It was always, sometimes it's just very subtle. But I always built myself up to be the strongest person in the room and to know my craft. And so it's like, what I do is, if you let me in the room and let me sit at the table, um, and I express what I think, um, before long, you'll be more in tune to what I'm saying and the, and the information and knowledge that I'm sharing versus what I look like and what color I am. And that's how I've won people over. And I'll tell you, um, early on, I'm, I think I'm just a natural uh, teacher and communicator. So when I learn something, I'm always trying to teach. So I found myself, um, had the opportunity to go to specialized training. I'd bring it back to the company and teach it. Early on, and I was younger too, so I had three things. I was a black female and I was young. And I was in a room with white males who were probably 10 to 20 years older than me. And my, in my mind, I just made it a game. I, was gonna, I looked for the person who was gonna be the most resistant, and I said, I'm gonna win that person over. And I made a game out of it. And by the end, it's like, you're, you're gonna know that I know what I'm talking about. And, and just to take it a little bit further, um, I, I've continued to, to go on and do that, that training. 
and I've traveled all the way to Europe. I've actually traveled to Russia. It was, it was one of the most unique places I had to go. Um, and I was there 10 days, and I didn't see. It was on the 10th day. I think I saw someone that looked like me. We almost hugged each other. <laughs> we didn't know each other, but we're like, oh, hey. <laughs> hey, family. <laughs> so, but um, nonetheless, in that room, though, um, and I can tell you I've been to, to places, and at the end of the class, I'm getting them gifts, and there's a ceremony, and they're just celebrating me. And now they, they, they see that, you know, um, having that opportunity. So I've gone into it unapologetically. And something that I learned very early on is to know that you belong at the table and not just as an observer, make your voice heard. Because I think sometimes I've seen, especially females, they're just, I'm just happy to be there. And you got to get over that I'm happy to be there syndrome. I deserve to be here. I have something to say. I have knowledge. And make sure that you're speaking when you get that seat at that, that table. So that, that's something that I learned. And, and one last thing is that something that I also share, that over the years I've looked for the best mentors. And who, whatever color or, or sex that they, they were, I've had some great white male mentors. I've had some and, and great black female and black male mentors. So don't discount. If someone is in your corner, then um, don't discount that there's some people, all race, whatever the case may be, that can give you knowledge and help you progress in your career. So I've embraced all sorts of mentors, and I've had some people that really have um, stuck their neck out there for me. All right, all right. Now, that, that is definitely a story and, and something for all you young people, especially young ladies, but not just young ladies. This is for all young people that are out there that, You've got to be able to step out there and know what you're talking about. You said, you know, having that information. So you can be invited to the table, but if you don't know what's being served and if you don't know how to prepare it, then you're not really an asset. And in the business world, they're looking for an asset. What do you add to this equation? So that's very good to hear. So, David, uh, tell me a little bit about, about your background and, and who you are. What, what do you do in that that um, Eight to five world. Well, before I go into that, I, I, I like to just comment on a few things that Jasmine sure. said. Basically, say she's fantastic, isn't she? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like to say I'm married though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You know, she. Uh, uh, you know, me and my in my career, uh, my technical and my professional career. Uh, you know, our our uh, our roles intertwine uh, professionally, and she. Gives me a, a run for my money there. She's quite a talent. You know, I'm, I, I can't play Bruno Okie Doke on her. You know, <laughs> yeah, all right, you know all right. she's, a, she's a challenge, but you know, uh, you need a challenge, you know, uh, and, she, and she helps me grow. She go. helps me grow. So, um, so, 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 thank That's you. A <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But um, I, I started my uh, technical career in the military, in the Air Force. I came out of high school and the Air Force, um, I bounced around in a couple of fields, starting out in nuclear weapons. Um, okay. Then, um, uh, once I found out what nuclear weapons were, <laughs> I found my way out of that field. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I didn't want to glow at night. You know, they, <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, so uh, I, I went into carpentry. And uh, I said, okay, that, this, is, this is good. Uh, you know, but I knew I had a love for electronics. Okay. Always had a love for electronics. All through elementary school, playing with race cars and stuff like that, and 
you know, train sets and, yes, you know, yes, you know yeah, shocking myself and stuff like that, electric football tables and stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, I always had a, uh, um, uh, um, uh, you know, a, a love for electricity. So, um, you know, once I got my legs under myself in the military as a carpenter, I went and cross-trained and into a couple of fields. I targeted satellite communications and telecommunications. Both of those had a, a, um, a bonus attached to those, so uh, that's why I looked at those specifically. And um, I didn't get satellite, I got telecommunications systems. And once I got into that field, it really started to click for me. And, um, you know, so I finished out my military career as a telecommunication system specialist and um, found a job in Atlanta in a company called CETA. Uh, they were the uh, telecommunications uh, company for the airline industry. So it was a good transition uh, moving from the Air Force uh, supporting the air mission to a telecommunications company supporting the air mission. Okay, so, so that something was, you knew a little about it. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. And uh, they were looking for someone that was very that was rather process oriented. Uh, so uh, there, there wasn't a lot of uh, hard processes in our environment at the time. So um, they wanted someone with processes to kind of uh, bring that all together. So uh, that was interesting for me. And I, I bounced around from that company to um, France Telecom to uh, British Telecom, uh, did some time with AT&T. So I've had a global exposure to the IT industry in both military and in the corporate world. So, um, yeah, so I eventually moved into project management. Uh, yeah. So, so I had my technical background in telecommunication systems uh, and my education in telecommunication systems coming out of the Air Force. And I was able to leverage that knowledge into project management where I am managing those activities, the building of IT networks. Pulling so, it all together, absolutely. talking with all the different departments and yes. getting a project yes, done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I like to say I build clouds uh -huh. right now. I, I build the cloud. Everyone is moving to the public clouds. Well, I've been working building private clouds in corporate infrastructures for uh, a lot of giants in, in both finance, uh, medical, and uh, insurance industries. Uh, Wells Fargo, Ernst & Young, uh, State Farm. McKesson. So you uh, help get their cloud computing infrastructure together. Absolutely, absolutely. I was at one time um, building networks on the network side, wide area networking, connecting all the uh, global nodes that comprise these networks. Now I manage projects to mm -hmm. build those clouds. And I manage uh, individuals such as myself, uh, engineers, server engineers, um, network storage, network engineers, um, database server engineers. Those are my resources and my teams that I uh, pull together to create these IT cloud environments for all of our clients to run their applications on. Yeah, and that's, <coughs> excuse me, but that is a, a, a growing field and that's something that young people and a lot of people just don't know about. I want to remind everyone that you're listening to 98.5. This is KUAW LPFM, Kansas City, Missouri. And this is Kansas City's first urban community radio station. We're talking with Mr. David Blackman and Jacqueline Sanders of Technology Expresso. 
And uh, they're here with the NSBE, that's the National Society of Black Engineers Convention, and we're just kind of talking a little bit about what they do and how they share that passion with the public, with others, uh, through their podcast that they do on a regular basis, their internet radio, Technology Expresso. So as we're back to this, now, you kind of, uh, Jacqueline kind of alluded on how Technology Expresso was formed, that, you know, you wanted to share those conversations out and stuff. So now let me ask you, when was it formed? What, what, how long ago did y'all start doing this? We started Technology Expresso about four years ago. Um, and since that, that time, we've done over 385 uh, interviews, as well as um, we've had about 47,000 uh, listeners. And, uh, and, and now even this year, we went to a daily podcast. So yeah, it, it, it's grown, it's expanded. Um, we have our YouTube channel, so uh, some of the things we even uh, tape and, and have that footage as well. So we're, we're very multimedia, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you just expanded that podcast into a whole multimedia empire. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It. And I, yeah, I didn't tell people because you probably have a lot of listeners and they're, they're picking you up now and, and that if you want to pick this up um, full uh, to get both sides and, and maybe clear, you can go to www.kuaw.org and click on the play link and you can get us there. Or if you have the TuneIn app on your phone, go to TuneIn and search KUAW and you can actually hear this broadcast also. So uh, we didn't mention that at the beginning of the show and I, I'm, uh, I, well, I'm just remiss that I did, but be sure to do that. Also, if you would like to call in, if you have something that you'd like to bring to us over the telephone, give us a call at 816. 599 6893. I think I got that right. Yes. 816 599 6893, right here. And we're in the studio of KUAW. KUAW stands for Knowledge, Understanding, and Wisdom. That's what this radio station is about, and that's what we're trying to do. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about who are some of your partners? Who all have you been working with over the years? Well, we've got a great list of partners. Uh, that we've collaborated with. Uh, NSBE, uh, one of our latest partners, uh, BDPA, which stands for uh, Black Digital Professionals Association, and they're another uh, nonprofit uh, national organization that we uh, resource from for uh, technical um, guests right. on our show. Right. Uh, right. And not just technical, but all across the board, all across the IT spectrum, entrepreneurs, venture capitalists, um, a whole host of people um, uh, that we can pull from uh, as guests on our radio that we can share with our listening audience. Um, Jacqueline, name a few others uh, that we've collaborated with. Uh, let me uh, make one note. Uh, I can't forget uh, Marcellus and uh, Technologists of Color there uh, in the Atlanta okay. area. Technologists of color. Yes. I'll have to hook up with some of <laughs> He's doing some great things in the local Atlanta area that we've collaborated and partnered with, um, attended a few of their workshops and hosted a couple of their workshops. So those are some great collaborations as well. Uh, absolutely. And don't want to forget uh, Tech Latinos and uh, Lista. 
uh, out of Atlanta as well. But um, also we have print media partners, so uh, Diversity in Action and Diversity in STEM magazines. Uh, we share stories and guests with them. So when we pick up a, a, a new story, uh, we uh, pick up with them as well. Um, but really also looking to expand with some of our other relationships, uh, Professional Diversity Network, uh, we work with them. They give a lot of uh, job and career opportunities, and um, they've just gone to a, um, a digital online uh, job fair, and so we helped host that, and that was very successful uh, because people are looking for virtual jobs. You don't have to now live in the, the place where these jobs are. So yes. how do you get a virtual job? You go to a virtual career fair. Like the so, of the internet. Exactly. So we had to talk to people about, okay, you, you're going to turn your camera on and you're going to interview uh, right there from home. So dress up, from the at least from the waist <laughs> up, turn that camera on, and you know, you're, you're, you're having a job interview. So that, that's just a, a few of those. Um, but, it, yes, it, it goes on and on. We also affiliate with uh, some of the women in technology, too, groups. Uh, Pink Tech is one of our groups. And oh, yeah, 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 Pinkpreneur, Women of Color in uh, Technology. We do a lot with them as well. So we're all-inclusive and always expanding our network. And, uh, um, like I said, just trying to bring – that information back to the the community. We want some of these to be household names. You know, when we started with BDPA, they were 40 years and had already, you know, uh, taken over 17,000 youth through their high school computer camp. And we said that it was the best kept secret ever. Yeah. No one, you know. 17,000 <laughs> kids have been through it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it was, it, I, I have to share too, when we jumped on the plane uh, coming here, flipped open Sky Magazine, and there was one of their alumni being featured for an app that she created. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we know her. So, you know, <laughs> hey, um, yeah. everywhere you look. And, and I think that I have to just add to it that um, when people say, well, there's there may not be enough blacks and minorities in IT, but we are in STEM in general, but we're here. And now I think what we what Hidden Figures has opened the door is for us to start connecting the dots and to start recognizing each other and, um, you know, uh, and, and now sharing our stories, all of our stories collectively. And it's yeah. bringing a whole different energy. So we, we kind of like, you know, um, we're leading up for the last four years and Hidden Figures, I think, has just really just put another level of energy in it, and we're so excited about it. And, and one more partnership. One more partnership I'd like to mention. Uh, uh, our uh, well, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for William Wells and a STEAM Village. Yes. So that's yes. another group that we partnered with. Uh, that we're really excited about to feature him and those stories. Right and, City, and, yes. That's right, and the uh, children that are coming through his program as Absolutely. well. So. That's what we to bring about, um, you know, th through our show. Um, you know, the internet has really shrunk the world. It has uh, really created this nation of, um, of neighborhoods and created one big okay. neighborhood. Um, and that's what we like to do. Everything that's going on here in Kansas City with the Steam Village, maybe another city wants to emulate a program like that. And that's why we like to feature it on our show and using the power of the internet 
and the fact that our shows are recorded and live in our archives forever. Absolutely. We can always play those uh, back. And if, if anyone from another part of the country comes to Nesby and engages William, well, how did you get that started? That's Steam Village. They say, oh, listen, I, I, did, I don't have time right now, but uh, give me your email. Let me send you the link uh, to a show I did, and I talk about how I started or how me and my group and my team started a Steam Village. And yeah. And that's that's a great thing, and and you know just personally since I know William and, and them starting and we work together on a lot of things, it's, yes, it's always good to see that. And you know you you seem to be well connected in the Atlanta area and stuff, and that we connect more of those dots together. And there's a guy that has a Black Tech Mecca in uh, um, yes yes uh, uh, Chicago, absolutely yes. And he happened. <laughs> Well, the name escapes me right now, but he worked for Google. Yes. And they, he was on this train trip across the United States. I mean, you know, that's how the connection stuff worked. Yes. Well, they were coming through Kansas City, and he says, wait a minute, I've talked to a guy. So he called me up, he says, hey, we're coming into Kansas City, I need to come and see. That's right. <laughs> so that's we right. got to see each other. So, you know, we need to connect on the Internet, and then when we have those opportunities that we can connect in person. Yes. Right. And then we start building that network because they're working with young people in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working with people here in Kansas City. You guys are working in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, and we have big contacts in Houston, and then there's Miami. You, we, we also have contacts in uh, D.C., Philadelphia. So, Philadelphia. so uh, absolutely, you know, d- just th- those just those different areas. And, and to even David's point, it's like even when we're telling you about a story in Atlanta, it, it's a great opportunity for you to say, we'd like to do something similar to there. And we share each other's curriculum instead of everybody having to reinvent the wheel. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's when the Black Family Technology Awareness Association got started. Uh, Tyrone Taborn uh, with U.S. Black Engineer Magazine mm-hmm. was working with that. And that's what kind of got it started. And we met with people. It was a lady that was at you guys' booth the other day. And she said, well... I know you, <laughs> well, we hadn't met, but we know each other through working that program, the Black Family Technology Awareness Week. And right. it's like we want to bring that back so that there's a way of connecting everyone in that week because there was groups in uh, New Orleans. You can't say I was getting emails on how do you do that from Detroit, from out in Los Angeles. They yes. wanted to do a Black Family Technology Awareness. So it was a way to utilize everybody, you know, getting together. Yes. On the common project, but then you've got those connections that last forever. Yes, right. absolutely. Right. That oh. you can build, build, build on. Oh, that, that, that's a, that is such a great idea. I could just, my mind is just going through gyrations right now thinking yes, I, about I that think kind of time. a week. You know, day one day that everyone's on the radio on KUAW. Yes. The next day we're all on Technology Espresso, right. Cafe Radio. Oh my goodness. And, we we and, can have a lot of fun and really uh, bring, uh, you know, create a lot of exposure there, uh, for uh, a, a, lot of, uh, a, a lot of what we do. That, that networking, because we found that uh, Friend, and, and this is how minds travel, there's a group in Omaha that used to, one of the guys used to come to this learning center, well, just operating independently, they started a low-power FM radio station in Omaha. Wow. So now we've got a group that, you know, this broadcast, if I record it, we've talked some interesting things about technology. I can send them that MP3. Yes. They can broadcast it in Omaha. Right. On right. that radio station. So the the fact that, you know, podcasts can be shared 
And we do a lot of podcasts right over the radio and yeah. stuff so that people that aren't dialing in or aren't connected, because they're, needless to say, there are a lot of people in our community that still aren't connected, yes. mm-hmm. but they listen to the radio. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. So some of the podcasts that everybody's hearing on the internet that's connected, they have never heard. Right. And if you put it on to the radio airways on a station that's broadcasting community news information, they, oh, right. now they hear it. That's right, that's well, right. While some, while some are concerned with building walls, we're tearing down walls. Right. Very good. Very good point. (laughs) And and to your point, and and one of the things I just presented to a a group of parents, because that's another thing that we do as an extension of this, because like you said, um, we've gathered this archive of 400 uh, different stories, uh, but we still, there's more people that need to hear them. Um, And one of the things that I, I just said at a presentation was that you know, we know the ancient, the uh, African proverb about it takes a village to raise a child, and I said, but the dil- the village has gone digital, so <laughs> we have to understand now that our new communications. This is the way we all can communicate and connect the dots across the miles, mm-hmm. and we, you know, this is our opportunity, and like you said, the uh, Black Family Awareness Week. Um, you know, sometimes it's like an idea ahead of its time, or sometimes we get lulled into a false sense of, you know, we're going to be okay, we're it's good where we are, right. And it's like, like I said, um, I have to still say kudos to Hidden Figures. Um, and we saw a great uh, premiere last night, Nesby hosted uh, Dream Big. And um, I think I think it's time. I think we're getting we're building up steam again. I have to understand that, hey, we as a community, we can do this. We've got the knowledge even within us um, we've just not been connecting those dots and haven't had that opportunity and uh, we, we really got to take this theme and, and really let it uh, energize and this is a movement this just isn't you know uh, ideal that just came up this is really a movement to prepare our children for a future we can't even yet imagine it's Absolutely. bigger than all yeah. of us and so we've got to do this collectively so any way we can connect collaborate we're, 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 uh, we're open to it. Absolutely. Well, that's going to be the thing. Now, before we finish, I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to do the closing segment of this, and we'll bring in another guest because I know I've got people jumping out of their seats sitting over <laughs> here. So, <laughs> so we'll bring another great. guest in that can that is about the same thing because everybody's sitting around here. I mean, we're like preaching to the choir to ourselves, but yeah. we're going out to a bigger world, and everybody hasn't been doing it. A lot of us have been in the field, have been in the trenches, have been talking the technology thing, but we have to remember, too, that we're, we're broadcasting to a, a wider world, so we'll be right back. You're listening to KUAWLPFM, Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City's first urban community radio station. This is a special broadcast of the BFTAA and more show, and we're dedicating it to NSB 43, the National Society of Black Engineers, that are having their 43rd convention right here in Kansas City, Missouri. It's about to wrap up today as we're speaking, so stay tuned, we'll be right back. A special edition of the BFTAA and more show, and I'm talking with Mr. David Blackman and Jacqueline Sanders from Technology Expresso, a group that does podcasts. They're based in Atlanta, Georgia, but they're basically all over the world with their podcasts, and they're in Kansas City for the National Society of Black Engineers Convention their 43rd convention that's going on right now at Bartle Hall in Kansas City. Over 10,000 youth that work in or, or that are studying 
engineering science technology right now and looking for jobs in the future. There are future leaders, our future innovators. They're going on right now in Kansas City. There's 10,000 of them here. If you see somebody around with a little uh, green in uh, sign and an arrow through it, a yellow lightning bolt, that's going to be a Nesby student. So say hi to them. Let them welcome them to Kansas City. So we'll get back now. We want to go over a little bit more. We've had a good conversation, and we can talk all day on this <laughs> subject. I mean, it's, it's just so interesting to us. But I do want to say that you have a, a mission a statement or a slogan that says, you know, that uh, uh, we want to help everyone find their steam and succeed. Exactly. And that, that's, that's the thing, not just find your steam, but and succeed. That success is a, a very important part of it. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely, and, and by referring to STEAM, we're talking about science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And one of the things that I believe, and, and first of all, when I'm educating people, I share with them, you know, when you think of science, science is um, basically your body's a chemistry set. Whatever you put in, whatever you're breathing, whatever you're eating, you're adding chemicals. If you're, you know, the doctor gives you some pills, you need to understand that, that, that part of the, what's affecting your health and your well-being. Uh, that's science. Technology. First of all, I'm talking to you through technology. You're listening to me through technology. And basically anymore, we're walking around with miniature computers in our pockets. We don't use phones for phone calls anymore. <laughs> Everything Absolutely. but. Um, and then when we talk about engineer, one of the things that I share with them, I said, if it didn't come from nature, an engineer had to design it. So, so look around this room. How many things in here did not come from nature? Somebody designed, created it. Exactly. And then you have art and art design. When someone designed this, then they had to make it usable. They had to make the interfaces. Um, it, it was so funny when you talked about a, a, a team of engineers engineering a, a camera on a device and someone forgot to put an off button on it. Okay, that's usability. An art a designer has to say, you know what, somewhere on here to make this really usable and practical for the people who are gonna use it. That's art design. And then that takes us to in the, the, the mathematics. And um, one of the things that I tell people, first of all, if you plan on making money in anything, that you better know your math. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you need to know your, your measurements and, and all of that. Um, and, and another thing that people don't understand, because behind a lot of these STEM-related um, degrees and career fields, we talk about math. Math really teaches you a style of learning and, and a style of how to, thinking and problem solving. So that's why you have to take so much math. You're training your brain to problem solve the, uh, the equations and, and connecting the, the dots through math. So then once I explain STEM, then I say, well, what part of you, your life and your world doesn't get touched by STEAM and STEM? It, it, it's, it's around you. And I said, one of the things we need to realize, we need to sit at the table and be able to articulate what's in our best interest. If you yeah. let someone else make all the decisions, I said, they're deciding whether they want to put sawdust in your french fries. All right. Okay? <laughs> and every, yeah. I, that wakes everybody else. They're, you know, they're deciding if, you know, this device that you're using is emitting off radiation and, and giving you brain cancer. Okay. So when, when yeah. I, I, I get people's <laughs> attention, and so I said, so we need to, if it's not us, it needs to be our young people need to be at the, the, at the table because this is going to decide 
their environment, their well-being, um, their health, their, their um, value of life, uh, quality of life. And so we want to have representation of the people who are consumers of this product. And so I get young people thinking in terms of everything that you use, look at it and say, how can I improve upon it? And so you take it to the next level. So don't just be a consumer, be one of those on the side of, you know, creating and then innovating and then ultimately making income from it. Now, that tie that all back to our, um, our, our mantra about finding your steam. I really believe that there's steam inside of all of us. And, and steam is also another way of saying your passion. And your passion can relate to STEAM. So I know a lot of parents say, I'm trying to get my child into to STEAM, science, technology, engineering, math, and they, they're not interested. Uh -huh. And so when I talk to them, I don't ask them about, are you interested in STEAM? I ask them, what are you interested in? Okay. And so if you tell me about, I'm interested in, in football, it's like, yeah, those helmets and that equipment has to protect your head and your brain and your, your pads. I said, have you ever gotten hit real hard and the wind taken on you? He said, yes, and I'll say, well, we need to invent something that will protect your ribcage so that wind doesn't get, I, I, and, and, and then the next thing I know, the kid, and I happen to run to a young man that he's ready to get a patent for something that he created. He, he took it and he demonstrated it, and some people are really interested in what wow. he created. So I'm like, we don't, don't, don't fight their interests and their passion. Help okay. them connect the dots. And if you can't, send them to me. Send them to David. <laughs> send them to the show. We have call-in shows. And I have, I can't tell you how many times, have a young lady. She wants to be a makeup artist. And interesting enough, all I did was say, you know, I have to do some shows. I need my, my, my makeup done when I have to speak. Well, she did my makeup, but she has to stay there and, and hear the, the conversation. And we had some young people there. And she saw how sharp they were, like, like a lot like the Nesby. And she said, I need to get my life together. I need something stable. So she yeah. took one of my she took one of my classes and has continued. And it was one of those situations that I realized in her beautiful young lady, and she thought she had to choose between being beautiful and pretty and wanting to be frilly and being smart. And I and, and okay. what I did is I instilled in her you couldn't exist. Mm -hmm. And and now I'm also talking with parents is that young men again and a lot of people don't know at the Nesby conference we were in the innovation lab and we had our microphones set up and we interviewed the, the young people but they probably didn't realize we were actually dropping some knowledge on them one young man I said what would you like to be when you grow up another one he had said that he wanted to be a football player and I said what do you want to major in and he said what, what's a major I said well <laughs> football you're going to play college ball right I said you play ball but you, you're going for it. that's an education that's a school What's your degree gonna be in? What are you gonna, um, you know, major? And he said, "I'm well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll major in engineering." He says, "Hey, you're at Nesby, why not say that?" Yeah, good answer. <laughs> and then, then I said, "Yeah." And then after you play your pro ball, then you can retire and start a business. And he says, "Yeah," because my friend he wants to be an engineer too. I said, "Yeah, you guys can be partners in business." So I'm, I'm always There helping them connect the dots, mm -hmm. and, and and we love holding it up um, as an example. Uh, and those who are from Florida will know the gentleman, his name is um, Myron, I'm, 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 I can't call his name, On a, mm -hmm. before the segment's over, I'll look it up, but um, he actually played college ball and professional ball, and um, now is a neurosurgeon. Wow. Yeah. So no, we have to start telling, hey, no, we can do, there, there yeah, you go, yeah. we, and that's the way we have to, I want our young people, I don't want to deter them from football, do both. 
You know, we uh-huh. I, I started out one of my presentations, you know, people say you have a left brain and a right brain. I said, does anybody walk around here only using one half of your brain? I said, you'd be falling over a lot. I was like, we use both sides. You can mm-hmm. be the physical, you can be the artist, and you can also be the technical, yes. the strategic, the analytical. So that's my whole, sorry about the oh, long no, answer, right. but that's, that's what I mean. The steam is in you, yes, so we're just going to help you find it. Mm-hmm. And when you're passionate about something, the rest is gravy. The money will come, but and like they say, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. So there's a lot to that word, finding your esteem. We want people to be passionate and love what they do. We're not trying to force them into STEM. And sometimes you have to help them. You know, you have to throw them a lifeline, especially kids. You can't prod them. You can't force them into certain areas of education and curriculum. Uh, sometimes, you know, I, I, you know, I learned this from, I heard this from a, 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 a musician or a poet, Gil Scott Heron. He talked about okay. a, he talked about a certain artist that uh, he followed, uh, and he said you got he came at you sideways, okay. you know. So you have to attack the kids from the side. Yes. You, you know, yes. basically, you know, you don't tell them you need you need to be here at Nesby. You just say, come on, come with me. And you yes. know, and you, you don't say go listen to this person or go listen to that person. Take notes here, take notes there. Just expose them to it, and that's all you have to do. Just just put them in the right space, yeah, and let their mind figure out where they want to go. Uh, just like the Lego board that was next to our booth in the Innovation Lab. Yes. It was just the Legos. They had the Nesby logo in Legos, and once. They completed that Nesby logo. The kids just kept at it, right? And they just kept adding logos to the yes. different colors, and it gave it a three-dimensional um, um, uh, life. Actually, you you can see it from the side. Yes. You can see it from the top, and you know, so kids just let loose were innovative on their own. And nobody told them. To nobody do this. told them to do that. And and I saw that different kids were coming up. And it's like some kids were doing so much of a part, they might leave, and another kid was over there putting in something, and they'd leave, and another kid put, and, and the project just grew and went like that, and that was just fantastic. Absolutely. Thought, wow. It just, you, you know, you just you just put them in an area and just say, here, have at it, and let them follow their own instincts and find their own interests, and then our job is to enable them. Yeah. Enable, yeah. and wherever they're going, just keep feeding them tools. And resources to to help them, not drive them. Uh, you know, let them find their own path. Uh, my son, he he he, um, he graduated from college in Georgia, uh, political science. He started out in, in law, and he changed to political science. So, okay, um, that's your passion. Yeah, we'll support it. So he finished college and. He uh, he bounced around. Uh, in the, he was he was in the movie theater uh, before he graduated, uh, which was fun. Uh, then he went and worked for um, an auto sales dealer in the inventory. Uh, then he moved over into sales. Uh, try, still, you know, just trying to find his path. Trying to find his path, and uh, simultaneously, in parallel, Jacqueline and I were just starting up Technology Espresso. So he had a, with with him being in sales, we said, well, let's get him in and see how we can leverage that. And as a matter of fact, uh, that wasn't the first thought. Let's provide him an opportunity to utilize those sales skills 
and that could be um, another bullet on your resume mm -hmm. that you did pro bono work for this new uh, startup, startup yeah. called Technology right. Expresso. Right. So it was, you know, uh, there was a, uh, a dual benefit there. And he'd been in technology all his life. Me being, you know, he had MP3 players, him and his sister, that, that ran through the washing machine many times, you know. <laughs> Computers that, they, that I would come home on and find a virus on uh, miraculously that I always yeah, had to clean up or reinstall Windows. So he'd always been around technology. And um, so once we got him working with us in Technology Expresso, something clicked for him. And things started to pick up. And uh, uh, Jacqueline was doing some work uh, with a, a company, and she had an opportunity to bring on some interns as they were rolling out Windows 7. And she got him into that internship. And he started to develop these business analysis and project management skill sets. Wow. You know, and at that point, he's on his own. You know, we she's she's giving him uh, more tools and feeding him. He's developing his own leadership skills, contacting people, developing his own network. And um, and uh, she moved on. He stayed, uh, <laughs> perfected his craft um, in the field uh, because in project management and business analysis, it's good to be almost like a hybrid these days for uh, software development, hardware development, anything in IT, uh, it's good to have both of those skill sets. They're very yes. advantageous and, and necessary in today's market. So he developed those skill sets, uh, got a couple of raises there, but he still has some other interests. So next thing you know, he, he, uh, he uh, um, engaged with some of his friends and uh, he had an opportunity to join a software company, another software uh, startup company. So come to find out, that software company was being subcontracted by Turner. Okay. My son, yeah. my son became the project manager of the NDA app. Wow. The, the well, NDA app. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not going to mention any other uh, company names, but he was the project manager for the latest version of the NBA app. I can watch every game I want of my Philadelphia 76ers. I don't care. They, they're not doing so well. I can, you know, right on my phone. Hey, uh, thanks to my son. Yeah, man, you must have got, got that through Dr. J back in the day. But, so he came up political science. You know, he started political in law, science. political science, and now is an IT project manager uh, and business analyst, and he's still growing. And uh, he's off my payroll. <laughs> now that's so I'm loving that. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about finding your steam. Finding your steam. Absolutely. Finding so your that's, steam. That's what finding your steam yes. is. Stuff, we, that passion. Yes. Yeah. Enable them. Yeah. You know, we're not, you know, the path is wide. So as long as they're on the path, heading in the right direction, forward, if they, they, you want to detour to the left, detour to the right, Go ahead, but you're not turning around. You, know, okay. you turn around, okay, that's, that's, what, that's, that's where we are. Then, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, where are you going? Where are you going? You're going the wrong way. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what we do, and that's that's our passion. Yeah. That is our passion. You know, how we how do we fuel, you know, what's what's our steam? What's our, our steam is, is love. We're doing this with love. That's how we fund Technology Expresso. 
With but we're always looking for other funding, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need other kind of funding. What, yeah. what nonprofit is it? Okay, yeah, let me get over here. Yeah, yeah. I had to pull them back yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see what I mean? See how she helps me? So, yeah, yeah, she helps that's me. It, that's it, that's so, yeah, so, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, full circle, that's how we fund and that's how we power Technology Expresso. Full steam ahead. This is our steam. There's a locomotive in there. Express. There's a little train in there. So we are always moving, and we use that express to uh, bridge the digital divide, country by country, city by city, state by state. In this nation here, we stop everywhere we can in any country, um, I'm sorry, in any city, because our village is nationwide. That's, and and that's, that's it. That's very, you know, I want to say that you guys, your passion, I, I admire. Uh, because you're doing something you love and you're doing it out of love. You know, it's like you got jobs and a lot of people probably look at you and say, well, you work every day, why are you doing all of this too? But we all run into that when we're working <laughs> in our passion and stuff. And I want to thank you very much for stopping by thank KUAW you. Studios, the uh, WEB Du Bois Learning Center. Mm -hmm. I hope that you've enjoyed your visit to Kansas City. And I hope that we can get you back someday, that there may be another convention or some reason. Maybe we'll have a real big Black Family Technology Awareness Week. Yeah, and we'll invite you in as, as one of the speaking guests or, or, you guys or got, something you, like you that. You guys got some great barbecue here. Yeah. You know, so I got to get back to more. And I also want to dig more into the history of Kansas City. Oh, yeah. there's a rich uh, yeah, history. Yes, yes. I've, I've heard that Kansas City was the actual gateway to the West here. And matter of fact, the guy that he mentioned who passed away, Joe Lewis Maddox, and it was in the paper, so if you may look him up when you get a chance, but he was one of our great local historians, yes. Joe Lewis Maddox. He, he, I mean, there was a wealth of information. He was constantly pouring that out into people. Uh, so Joe Lewis Maddox, anybody listening, you get a chance listening to him. We, we, he transitioned last week. But uh, he's left a large legacy here, mm -hmm. and there's people coming in in his footsteps that, that have that same passion. We had a guy here on the show, a younger guy, mm -hmm. that uh, could rattle off a lot of that history. They do a walking tour. They have a bus tour of African-American Kansas City, and uh, Eric Stafford, I'll give him a plug, <laughs> his name, but uh, he does a bus tour, and it's really great. So mm -hmm. we thank you for joining us here. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Can, can, can I give you just... Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Sonny Gibson. We got to yes. put that out. That's another local historian. Yes, well, I also want to give a shout-out to Mr. Uh, Carl Boyd, who came by. Yes, and, Carl and, Boyd. You know, moving forward, we're looking for some great collaboration with him. I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Leon Dixon Jr. over here, who, who gave us a book here, yes. uh, Future in Our Hands, what looks to be powerful. I mean, you know, I'm flipping through it, trying to stay focused here on the show here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'd like to thank him for uh, sharing this uh, uh, this publication with us as well. Very good book, very good book. Go ahead. Yeah, there, and could I just let them know if they want to get in contact with us? Oh, we're, sure. yeah. <laughs> we're Technology yeah. Expresso, and that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. -S -S so just remember, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O -S dot com. And then our number is 855-484-6837. And you can also email us at technologyexpresso at gmail.com. If you just come to our website, I do a daily sip, which is a STEM information podcast, just 10 minutes 
That's all I need a day to, to just drop you some knowledge and updates on what's going on in the world of STEM so you can find your STEAM. Full STEAM ahead. And, and we will be posting that on our Facebook page. We also will uh, try to see about getting a link on to our webpage, but we'll definitely put it on the Facebook page, Technology Expresso. We appreciate you guys for stopping in. You are listening to the BFTAA and more special edition here on 98.5 KUAWLPFM. Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City's first urban community radio station. So we enjoyed you. We're glad you're here. Thank and you. now we're, 